Who are you fooling? We recently studied the laws of Erev Tavshilin in Masechet Beitzah. When a holiday such as Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Sukkot, Shemini Atzeres, Shavuot, or the first or last day of Pesach falls immediately prior to Shabbat in Israel on Friday, outside of Israel on Thursday and Friday, this rabbinic, rabbinic decree allows us to cook, store hot, bake food on Friday on behalf of Shabbat by beginning to cook, store hot, or bake on the day before Yom Tov, Thursday in Israel, Wednesday outside of Israel. Without this leniency, the rabbis forbade us to cook on Yom Tov for Shabbat, lest we disrespect Shabbat by being so absorbed in the holiday that we don't properly prepare for Shabbat. Another reason for the decree is so that by prohibiting preparing on Yom Tov for Shabbat, unless we make an Erev Tavshilin in advance, we will certainly avoid preparing from Yom Tov for a weekday that follows, which is clearly forbidden. As long as the food you baked or cooked before Yantav, the Erev Tavshilin, still exists, you may bake and cook on Yom Tov food to be eaten on Shabbat. But if the Erev Tavshilin is gone, for example, if you've already eaten it, then you may bake and cook food to be eaten on that Yom Tov day only. If you plan on eating a Yontif meal that day, you may cook more than enough for Yontif and thereby have food left over for Shabbat as well. If you've already eaten your Yontif meals and the Erev Tavshilin is gone, you may not bake or cook for Shabbat. The Gemara explains that since in this case you may cook for Yontif meals but not for Shabbat meals, if you try a trick and say that you are cooking for guests that may visit on that Yontif day, the food you prepared is forbidden to be eaten. And this is worse than willfully cooking on Yantav for Shabbat with no air of tafshilin. Why? Rashi explains that a willful violator will not set an example for others, and he may eventually repent and correct his ways. But a person who pretends that he is cooking for unexpected guests thinks he is not violating any rabbinic laws and will continue in his sinful way. Others will follow his tricks, and the laws of air of tafshilin will be abandoned. Asks Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, who is this man fooling by his trickery, claiming to cook for guests who will arrive later that yomtiv day? If, is he, if he is indeed expecting those guests, then it is totally prohibited, per- permitted to cook on yomtiv for them. And if he is not expecting guests, then he is willfully sinning. Who is he fooling? Rav, Shmulet, Rav Shmulevitz explains that he is fooling himself, which is worse than willfully violating the law. As the verse says in Yermio. Perak Bey's Pusik 35, Pusik Lamed Hay. Behold, I will judge you for saying, I have not sinned. The main punishment will be meted out not for the sin itself, but for not taking responsibility for his act, falsely claiming that he did no wrong. Most times people are not fooled by those who claim to act righteously and piously, but are really just trying to impress us or play us for fools. And even if we are fooled sometimes, God knows all, and he can never be fooled. There is always hope for those who sin unwittingly, for those who are totally ignorant, and for those who are willful sinners. They can learn and repent. But there is little hope for those who think that they are acting within the law, but are evading it instead. They are really just fooling themselves with little hope for improvement. When you cut corners and try tricks, you are only fooling yourself. Shabbat Shalom.